You're listening to PT Meal Physical Therapy Podcast. This is episode 36. Today, we are going to talk about one of the most common sports injuries we hear, ACL injury. And to help us with the conversation is Mr. Albert Ang, physical therapist. He earned his Master of Science degree in physical therapy with an orthopedic track from the University of Santa Tomas. He's a level 2 fascial manipulation stecho method practitioner, a level 1 certified strength and conditioning coach from the Australian Strength and Conditioning Association, and a fellow of the radiology course for physical therapists, and a basic voter method practitioner. In this episode, we talked about ACL injury from mechanism of injury, conservative or non-surgical treatment, surgical treatment, rehab prior to surgery, and rehabilitation to return to sport or play. If you're a physical therapy student learning about ACL injuries or someone who's recovering from an ACL injury, this might be something worth listening to. So, here you go. Alright, welcome back to another serving of PT Mill Physical Therapy Podcast at the Fay of Play, Therapies, Movement, Exercises, Education, Activities and Leisure, all top with a hearty conversa- conversation about the physical therapy profession and practice. I'm your host, uh, Johan De La Paz, and let's go. So for uh, for today's episode, uh, we are going to talk about uh, ACL injuries, prehab to uh, rehab phase, and to return to sport. And to help us with that uh, conversation, that, that topic, is uh, my guest, uh, Sir Albert Ang. Uh, Albert, Hi. welcome to Hi, the guys. show. Uh, thanks. thanks for inviting me. Mm-hmm. It's my pleasure. So how are you today? I'm doing good. So um, before we uh, dive into the topic, um, can you give us a brief background on how you started your physical therapy career, your journey? Because a lot of listeners might be able to relate on, on our stories as physical therapists. So how you started your physical therapy career to uh, where you're affiliated right now and what you're doing right now. I started my journey. Uh, I took up I took up PT and graduated last 2003, so it's been a long time now. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, my first job was at Moro Lorenzo Sports Medicine Unit, mm-hmm. where I worked there for six years, and, and there I handled uh, different athletes from different uh, walks of life. So, I handled professional athletes and recreational athletes, then amateur athletes from different schools, so even from different leagues like NCAA or UAEP. Mm-hmm. Then, after that, I moved into the academic field. I I worked as a faculty at PLM for uh, eight, around eight years. Then I returned to the clinical practice. I worked as a senior PT at senior physio at uh, Project Sports and Spinal Philippines, mm-hmm. where I stayed there for two years. And now I am back into teaching as part-time faculty from uh, at PLM AAC Mamsi mm-hmm. Manila Adventist mm-hmm. and. In between those times, uh, I worked as a sports physio for Una High School, mm-hmm. where uh, until now I'm affiliated and I started last 2013. Mm-hmm. So if you would look, think about it, I haven't lost, I haven't stopped practicing uh, right. the clinical side mm-hmm. and on the on-field side, the sports. So and I have experiences both in the academic and in the clinical fields. Mm-hmm. So right. uh, that's the story of my that's my, <laughs> that's my journey so far. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. So it's also nice to. Um, to 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 teach while also practicing because you're able to impart what you're already like what you're practicing in the field or in 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 the clinics and you you're able to impart that at school. Yeah, true. And mm-hmm. also, there are some stuff that 
are not taught in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Right. You learn it clinic. You learn it in the field. And mm-hmm. sometimes, as an added uh, as an added bonus to your students, you give them some tricks of the trade. Oh, right, so, right. So, mm-hmm. parang hack nila. Uh, that, oh, mga that, life. That only mga life oh. you only uh, learn from if you're uh, practicing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mga, how or how to make it simple, mga ganyan, di ba? Right, right, right. Para yeah. na-skip na nila yung ganong adjustment na natutunan nila sa'yo. Yeah. And aminin natin, <laughs> kasi a good teacher is someone who has the balance between the academic and the clinical practice. Mm-hmm. Di ba? Mm-hmm. Parang, mm-hmm. syempre, you practice what you preach, then, of course, and along the way, there's yung mga, may clashes din between the theoretical and the clinical side. And mm-hmm. as a teacher, dapat pag, ano, you know how to bridge them, how to bridge it. Right, right, right. Na, kasi as, as students, nakikita nilang na theories and you mm-hmm. as a teacher and clinician, you're able to bridge that, how they can relate that theories into practice and what mm-hmm. other things na not exactly being taught in, the, in, in theories and in the classroom can, like, can be like adapted in, in the clinical setting. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, when you started your journey as a physical therapist, did you really like chose to be in the sports physiotherapy world or was it is it something that you just it just happened uh well in hindsight i started just thinking that i don't want i don't want in the neuro field okay <laughs> uh sorry sa mga neuro practitioners but uh-huh. uh it's not, it wasn't my cup of tea because mm-hmm, i've mm-hmm. got I easily get frustrated. Yung lalo kasi di ba with neuro, you really need to, you really need a lot of patience. Aside right. from the slow, rec- aside from the re- waiting for the recovery of the patient, mm-hmm. of course, with cognitive issues then. Mm-hmm. Some, some of some of the patients, and I find it frustrating na parang if, if ever I want a, I want results in day one, gusto ko sana I get one, and I I saw that in the musculoskeletal and sports setting, the, mm-hmm. so. Actually, I'm leaning more to musculoskeletal at first, but mm-hmm. sports goes hand in hand eh, because diba, mostly mm-hmm. sports injuries talaga would be also considered as musculoskeletal injuries. Right. So they they went hand in hand until nga, I got sucked in and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So I pursued it. But when did you find out na mas gusto mo yan? Was it was it already after you graduated or during internship na natunan na, 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 na naisip mo na, parang gusto ko ng musculoskeletal. So, Actually, during internship pa lang. Mm-hmm. During internship when, yun nga eh, swerte ako, job ko as, naging first job ko at Moro. And I learned that I appreciated it during my internship rotation at Moro at the same place. So parang, oh, okay. at first nga, I just want to go back there to learn. Kahit sabihin mo, di ba, kasi during our time, volunteer, Volunteer work was still uh, uh, acceptable. Mm-hmm, so I, mm-hmm. at first I just I just thought na I want to go back tomorrow. I want to learn more. They are content sa alam ko. Right. Luckily, I was at the right place at the right time. Biglasin at nangailangan because the head PT that time, Sir Marvin, was going to take a study leave and kailangan mm-hmm. nila naman power. And mm-hmm. luckily, I was there, so I got in. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. So, so what yeah, specific? Uh, 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 conditions or were you uh, what's your like favorite like favorite to to treat in in mm. in your work there in Moro in sports as sports ah. physical therapist mostly uh, I enjoyed the mga, yes, mga sports injuries lalo na 
the bulk of the patients there are mostly uh, status post ACL recon. So, mm-hmm. umbaga, it then it turned out eh, it's inter- it's really interesting. So, dun na rin, dun ko siya na, dun ko siya na in vibe na, yeah, I wanna learn more about this. So, mm-hmm. umbaga, ano, I studied more about it. I attended seminars. Then, mm-hmm. kami rin mismo, we organize seminars regarding it during my time there. And, Pati nga master's thesis ko, something related with ACL, ano pa rin eh, ACL. Oh, really? Okay, that's nice. ACL Angels. Kasi, ano nga, it's, mm. it's very, marami nang nakakaalam ng ACL Angels from, from professional athletes, from uh, um, recreational athletes, from mm. amateur athletes, so parang kilalang kilala na. So let's talk about, uh-huh. let's talk about that. Now, um, in, in terms of, um, the spectrum of rehabilitation there we have rehab, hmm. rehab, and then return to sports. Now, so uh-huh. for uh, let's let's backtrack first. Let's talk about what are the common uh, mechanisms of injuries hmm. that that causes or that yeah that causes uh, ACL. Yeah. Those for those who are not familiar, probably okay. baka may nito na siguro hmm. uh, not from the PT field uh, wanted to learn about ACL. Uh-huh. Okay, you injure your ACL by twisting with your foot planted on the ground. Because, mm-hmm. the ankle is designed for mobility. Mm-hmm. So, let's say if it's planted to the ground, then you twisted. Let's say you did a turn mm-hmm. with your foot planted. The ankle is not moving. It will compensate the knee. That's why it will have rotational valve force. Mm-hmm. So, that's why it will be And that's the most common mechanism. Because... Mm-hmm. twisting. Twisting, aha, uh-huh. yung pag umiikot siya sabi na iwan yung paa pag ikot. Mm-hmm. So, if let's put it in an athlete's uh, way of speaking, ganun sinasabi nila eh. Pag iikot ko na iwan yung paa ko. Mm-hmm. So, that, then they hear a pop and mm-hmm. na, they fall to the ground and yun, naramdam, nahirapan na sila galaw. Mm-hmm. So that's a common thing. Kaya though uh, may population din na malas-balas, traumatic ang ano, it was a traumatic in origin, like for some mga martial artists, tas hipa sa gilid ng tuhod. Uh-huh. They got kicked on the side of the knee. So, that was the precipitating valgus force. Okay. Or, uh, during during jiu-jitsu, during grappling. Uh, mm-hmm. some, because sometimes they don't notice what they're really doing. And because, because, di ba, parang sobrang galaw sila ng galaw. Mm-hmm. Pag baka mamay somewhere along the way, di nila napansin na they twisted their knee with the foot still planted. Okay, right. meaning ng planted is hawak-hawak ng opponent nila pag-twist. Tapos na meron ding iba, ang kwento nila is, they were running then upon deceleration. May they heard a pop. Ooh, okay. So, you, you sudden stop thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, pizza kasi pag sobrang, because of the takbo, then sudden stop, yung uh-huh. pulong kwa lakas. So, uh-huh, tama. Pus na tibia anteriorly kayo dun sa napunit. So, oh, yun. Okay. so your most common thing is valve uh, twisting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so once you heard that pop, are you like, is it like 100% sure that it's ACL or uh, like a tear on ACL or pwedeng have like partial tear? Or, Actually, yeah. according to Bruckner's physics, according to the book of Bruckner, uh-huh. medicine, uh-huh. one of the clinical pearls there is that once you hear a pop on the knee, 
So that's one thing pag upon seeing the patient kung ano nakita mo he's lying on the ground on the mm-hmm. on the court pag sinabi niya san masakit sabi niya on the knee mm-hmm. next question mo did you hear a pop if they answer yes yun na first thing to rule out is ACL tear so tapos how would you determine naman kung if other structures are involved uh, sa ano na diagnosis na diagnostic na. Na, ano doing your physical test na Ah, physical test. Do your physical test. Uh, like, kasi usually you go, bring him to the sign, right? then do mo siya assess. Uh-huh. So, nga, first thing to rule out is check for ACL tear. So, to clear ACL tear mo, that's the time na you check for the other structures. Mm-hmm. Pero kung mm-hmm. nag-positive, pero kung nag-positive ka na with an ACL tear, so that's one na. Kung may, paswerte ka na lang, if uh, there are no other involved structures, but, most of the time, it's not really an isolated ACL tear. Minsan, it's either may meniscal tear yan or may uh, collateral ligament tear. Pero, parang it's still, it's so seldom that you would have an isolated ACL tear. Madalas right. kami, asahan mo may kasama yan. So, if you're like a, the, the the sports PT there, tapos you set aside the patient, tapos you uh-huh. wanted to assess, hindi ba um, with, with that pain right away, hindi ba mag-guard siya, making it hard to assess? Actually, it's advocated that if let's say yung if you want to see the best time to diagnose an ACL tear is 45 minutes within 45 minutes after oh. the onset of injury. Oh, okay. So that so that would be on field. Mm-hmm. Okay. So actually this one I had a, this time this still controversial ha huh? because mm-hmm. some some school of thought they would tell you do not test it on field. Mm-hmm. So baron then they would say na this is the best time to test it. Mm-hmm. While, while the swelling and the guarding hasn't kicked in yet. I gotcha. Okay. Kasi, if you think about it, yung pull move, yung tensile strength ng ACL, ng ACL mo is around 4,000 newtons. If you convert it, yung ano, how much pull kailangan mo, that would be around 50 kilos. Wow. Or about 50 kilos. Mm-hmm. So, para dapat kaya mo bumuhat ng one, hand, isang, one sack of rice para mm-hmm. pagawa yun. So, mm-hmm. ano gusto ko sabihin dito? I don't think doing the Lachman test or doing the Lely test would generate 50 pounds para to say na you would add further tear to the uh, you would add further tear to the ligament. Mm-hmm. Diba? Mm-hmm. And ito rin. Uh, most activities like running sudden stops, they generate more force than you pulling on your tibia. Kung in that sense, do not be afraid to check it on, on uh, do not be afraid to check it uh, on field on the mm-hmm. right on the spot na nisip mo or without thinking na you might further tear the ligament. Actually, mm-hmm. pala, uh, it won't happen. Mm-hmm. Kaya, mm-hmm. kaya kami, based on how I was uh, how I was trained, pag kunwari ganun na, na injury on the spot, you check it, you check it na before mm-hmm. the swelling, before the infl- before the guarding kicks in para maramdaman mm-hmm. mo talaga if it's, if it's moving or not. Mm-hmm. And kung sabi mo na, check mo na, ACL, positive na, oh, kung, kung if you want to check other ligaments, that's the time to do so. But, once the check of ACL, sigurado ka na doon. But if mm. not, let's say, sabi mo negative ka, then you check the other, you check for the other ligaments. Diyan na papasok yung mga stress testing mo for the others. Yung MCL, MCL, or uh, PCL. Right, so, right. So what is the uh, uh, rationale of checking, aside from uh, knowing the structure, like ACL, what's the other rationale for checking it on the field and not just like sending the the patient to an urgent care or ER. Actually, if you ito rin kasi, ah, mm-hmm. based on experience, mm-hmm. if you, once, let's say, a patient, yung athlete, the first thing they would rule out sa ER would be fracture. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So, i-x-ray pa nila. Then, eventually, pwede din si Dr. Proctor sa kalad dadali sa orthopedist eh. Mm-hmm. Saka lang nire-refer for orthopedist na tapos sa kama na double check. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know about it kasi kami, paswete lang kami based on sa, and we, with the doctors that we work na, yun nga, pinayagan na kami i-check na on, ano. So, kaya ka po masasabi ko nga, it's controversial eh. Mm-hmm. So, it, gotcha. it would depend, it would depend on the doctor you're working with. Right. Mm-hmm. So, let's say, if, the, if, you're doc, if you're working with the doctor na on the other side of the, on the other side of the fence na, they would rather check it, they would rather, ano, uh, not check it immediately, then mm-hmm. we respect that. Pero kung ganun nga, if you're, work, doc, if you're working with someone na who checks it on the spot, okay din, di ba? Mm-hmm. So, yan ang papasok is how you communicate with the team, with the medical team do sa ano, with your medical mm-hmm. team na you're working with. Okay. Establish the, the mechanism of injury of ACL, most common of them. And uh, once the patient is, once, once it's already confirmed that it's an ACL injury, probably with other structures, um, ano ang next step na asahan ng mga tao? How is the um, choice, medical choice, like if, if the patient is going to go for a surgery or if it's going to be treated is it a, as a conservatively? Uh, conservatively uh, Before, if it's an athlete, automatic. Reconstruction. Uh, reconstruction na. Mm-hmm. However, uh, there are some papers coming out now that they say even though you're, even though the artist is ACL deficient, if he's if he still functional, maybe there's no need to reconstruct it. So, uh, baka mamaya, you just, con- you just do rehab to control the swelling, then re- to, uh, retrain, the, retrain the muscles, retrain yung neuro- neuromuscular training. Mm-hmm. Minsan, kaya na eh. Mm-hmm. So, it would still depend on the, pa- the patient's capabilities. Mm-hmm. However, there's still, a, there's always a chance na if, it's a, if the patient is an athlete, baka, ano, he, they would need uh, surgery. Especially if it's, uh, if there are, uh, if professional athlete kasi mm-hmm. livelihood niya yun eh. Correct. So, they need to return to play. Uh-huh. But if, let's say, uh, someone na uh, a sedentary worker lang siya or mm-hmm. office worker na who doesn't really play at all kasi may mga na-ACL din na ganun, mechanism nila madalas sa dulas. As, if it's stable naman, maybe they just did rehab. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yun lang. Pero, uh, you cannot take surgery out of the picture if that if the patient is an athlete. Right, right. But that, that, but not all the time. Oh, operahan sila. Kung baga, that's a change among this. Yun yung mga recent change ngayon na mm-hmm. you don't really need to automatic surgery. Kasi before automatic surgery. Pero uh, were there any uh, professional athletes na ba that had an ACL injury na hindi siya na na surgery? Or ah, meron na. Meron As na. A professional rin. athlete. May mga professional athletes din. I forgot. May mga narimutan oh, ko lang. Okay. Tapos meron, na, meron din mga before, mga bilateral deficient, pero di, ano, pero stable pa rin. Nakakadang pa. Mm. Okay, okay. So, so, kailangan lang nila mag-compensate with uh, musculature. Yeah, usually ganun. Mm-hmm. You would retrain na, you would make them, kasi di ba, quads and hams ratio, usually the quads is really stronger than the hamstring. Mm-hmm. Pag non-op, you reverse it. You would make the hamstring stronger than the quads to make them oh. hamstring dominant so that yung, yung hamstring you would act as the ACL, the hamstring would pull the tibia posteriorly. Oh, that's, that's good. Hindi ko alam na. Okay. So, so, yun yung principle ng non-op rehab ng ACL. ACL mm-hmm. you, you make mean, the hamstring stronger than the quads. Mm-hmm. So, even for um, elite and professional athletes? Pag, ano, pag, pag non-op. 
Pag- Then on off. Ang ganda nga. Something new that I learned. Okay. So, so for example, okay. Uh, napag-usapan na yung non-op. So, yeah, let's, let's move focus on non-op muna. Tapos uh, mamaya, uh, op. Um, so, so, pag, pag non-op and conservative, uh, saan mag-focus ang, ang rehab niyan? First, ano niyan, first phase niyan would be one chapter of control of the inflammation. Mm-hmm. Control of the inflammation, then motor, ano, neuromuscular training. Mm-hmm. So, ko after that, once you control the swelling, once you uh, retrain, so sa page, once na retrain mo na good control ng muscle, that's when you start strengthening proprio. Then, ano, you work on the range of motion. ROM, pag mm-hmm. sa nakuha niya, full range na siya, good muscle strength na. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, maganda na yung, maganda na base mo for strength. That's the, the time you you restart retraining them be, nung functional activities nila. So, pero di mo naman agad patatakbuhin yan or patat... Right. So, diba? so, usually you start with ju- like jogs, pagkain nila, then you train sprints, mm-hmm. cuttings, lateral movements, mm-hmm. uh, pivots, then pagkaya na lahat yun, kumbaga you're breaking down the skills na kailangan nila, that's when you retrain. Pagkain na lahat, saka mo sila ipagagawa na nung mga more advanced like plyometrics mm-hmm. sa gradual return to play. Mm-hmm. So, with non-op and post-op patients, actually, same criteria siya. I mean, same yung ano niya, same yung your faces mo. Mag-iiba lang yung timetable mo tsaka gano'n siya katagal sa timetable. Kasi mm-hmm. for non-op, usually amount to three months lang yan. Ah, totoo? Usually gano'n lang siya. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Unlike pag, ano, pag, yung ligament, yung post-op, yun yung mas patagal sa another story. And mm-hmm. pamayan natin pag-usapan yun. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Pero yung faces na dadaanan nila, similar lang. Nag-iiba same lang. Nag-iiba lang sila ng oh, timetable kaya kailan nila pwedeng gawin. I don't know, inaalagaan ba yung, ano, yung, yung graft or... Hindi. Inaalagaan mo yung graft. Aha, aha. Pero so, parang sinasabi nila before na, um, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, oh, sige, sige. yung... Uh, hindi mo naman siya kailangang alagaan yung graph kasi yung pagkakakabit naman sa kanya matibay na matibay. Tama ba? Or may... Matibay siya, yeah. Mm-hmm. They were saying na the patellar tendon graft is actually stronger 100, strong, 110 times stronger than your original ACL, di ba? Mm-hmm. Yung sabi based sa... Kaso, here's the thing. During, after, rehab, after the operation, kasi tendon yun eh. So, mm-hmm. There's what we call as your tendon remodeling phase uh-huh. where the tendon would be would try to adapt to its new work as the, as a ligament. Okay. So para nag-iba so hindi sila sabi nga na ano we call it your ligamentization. Uh-huh. So during that time during that remodeling phase uh ma the tendon is still weak. So if you suddenly ask your patient to do strenuous activities while the tendon is still in that phase, there's a chance of re-rupturing it. Okay. okay. Kaya, kaya lang rehab ng ACL re- ano, reconstruction is because you're trying to take care na you don't want to give too much strength during the ligamentization uh, stage. Mm-hmm. Baka, mm-hmm. kasi, ang mahirap doon, some patients, kasi three months na eh, three months or more usually, doon nangyayari ligamentization. They feel na okay na sila. Mm-hmm. Parang, they feel na, I'm normal na, wala na masakit. Then they suddenly run, they suddenly do, they suddenly pivot, they suddenly uh, do sprints. Mm-hmm. Eh, mahina pa. So, 
kay doon napupulit ulit. So ang taas ng re-rupture rate during the third month. Oh, okay. So on the in that that time frame doon mas maraming ano napupunitan ulit. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So nan we're, we're talk, already talking about post op. So um when the the doctor decides that okay lang this patient is uh the candidate for uh, operation na um some would ask them to do a, a prehab right bago yung operation so ano yung focus ng ng prehab for ACL bago mag mag um, um reconstruction surgery actually the goal mo lang there is to one is to get to control the inflammation and mm-hmm. get full range so both extension and flexion Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kasi baka after the operation, for sama mawawala yun, pero uh, at least it would be easier to restore it. Mm-hmm. Or kung sabihin mong may lagi yung pasyente mo, kasi minsan nangyayari, based to the schedule ng the doctor, minsan baka mamaya matagal they would get operated after a month or two. Ah, diba? okay. Hindi siya oh. para mabilis lang like oh. one week tapos ano na, <laughs> operation. It, it would depend. It would uh-huh. depend din eh. Pero... Minsan nga, may mga doctors that you, you will have to wait a month or more mm-hmm. para to get your schedule, da, mm-hmm. to, get your, uh, to get scheduled. Mm-hmm. The problema doon if, let's say, uh, the patient developed an extension lag. Mm-hmm. Kasi that's also one sign of an acute ACL tear. Mm-hmm. Within, one, within one hour after the injury, they would develop an extension lag. So if you want to straighten that, o paano yung pasyente maglalakad during while waiting? Mm-hmm. Diba? So, ano yun, pa kaya mo na siya na they would walk on up with a limp. Mm-hmm. So you have to con- you have to address that. So mm-hmm. papasok na yung guy during prehab, when they're waiting for their uh, schedule for operation, they restore what you can restore. And you said control the swelling and inflammation. Oh, control the swelling, inflammation, get the full range, maintain mm-hmm. yung control ng muscles, neuromuscular mm-hmm. control. Mm-hmm. So doon papasok siya. So, mm-hmm. while waiting, para di naman di magimbaldado talaga agad yung pasyente mo. Di ba, hayaan mo siya may extension lag. So, for sure, they would be walking with the limp. Sooner or later, magbabak pins yun. Oo nga, oo nga. So, you're trying to prevent other uh, consequences oh, ng, ano, ng yeah. injuries na yun. Yes. Tama, tama. Kasi gusto, nga, gusto mo nga siya ibalik to his 100%. It's optimal level. Tapos biglang, while waiting, babayaan. Uh, <laughs> Nagkaroon siya na ibang ano, conditions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saka ikaw, hindi yan, ikaw rin mahirapan. Exactly. Pag nag-fibrosis siya, you would have a hard time getting back the range. Oo nga. Post-op, how fast does the, how quick would the, the patient see a physical therapist post-op? Usually, uh, two weeks after operation. Ah, two weeks pa? Oh, uh, one uh-huh. week, rest after one week. Uh-huh. After operation, a week or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, pero, dyan din papasok is kung may concomitant injuries. Like, kung may MCL tear yan, Uh, around after operation two weeks rest tapos a week or two weeks rest before magano yan yung mm-hmm. iba after ano kung sabihin mo meniscectomy ginawa or uh, meniscectomy lang or sabihin mo isolated after one week one week after operation they can start yung iba nga three days din eh dyan uh, pumapas- so dyan pumapasok yung iba't ibang school of thought na kada orthopedic doctor din eh kasi mm-hmm. they would be the one to decide mm-hmm. uh, when would you start may iba ag- conservative Wait mm-hmm. muna. May iba. Minsan nga, they release that encounter after three days. Eh. Oh, yun yung pinamaagan na handle. Uh, mm-hmm. so, Depende talaga sa school of thought ng orthopedic surgeon. Yeah. yeah. At mm-hmm. saka yun, kumbaga iba-iba sila ng ano, iba-iba sila ng approach. Pati mm-hmm. sa pati rehab, pati rehab program, minsan iba-iba rin sila eh. Mm-hmm. Pero, okay. 
yun, uh, tip for the tip for mga PTs. Mm-hmm. If you're handling an ACL reconstruction patient, talk to the orthopedic surgeon. Baka they prefer a certain rehab protocol mm-hmm. that you have to research on. Mm-hmm. Also, parang napansin ko before na um, hindi ko na kung ganun pala sila ngayon. Um, magkaiba sila ng um, there are ACL um, clients or patients that would have their knee immobilized yung 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 buong leg naka immobilized oh. yung iba naman pupunta na agad ng nakalang immobilizer oo yung parang brace lang na movable yung hinged oh so parang yeah again it, it sabi mo nga parang i think it's it depends on the surgeon oh, it depends on the surgeon na if the surgeon thinks na you're well enough you're strong enough naman prior to the injury baka mommy you would do off without Pero kung talaga hirap-hirap maglakad, or do yun. Pensa dyan, kailangan ka kailangan mag-immobilizer. Gotcha, gotcha. And, Pero may and, iba, okay lang kahit wala. Ah, talaga? Ah, oh, really? Uh, may iba talaga, umuwi, wala kong immobilizer din. So, it, it really depends on the, the, ano, it really depends on the surgeon. Hmm, it also depends on, like what you said, the, the patient status, kung bata oh, siya. Uh, uh-oh. Yeah. Mm, okay, okay. Hindi pa ako nakahandle ng ganun before, pero hmm. that's nice, that's nice. Let's now go to post of rehab now. So uh-huh. you mentioned that it doesn't, it's not uh, like different, totally different from the conservative non-op uh, ACL rehab. Pero so what would the uh, patient expect with post-op rehab na? With post-op rehab, uh, expect a minimum of eight months of rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before you, that's that's the earliest out around eight months. Some uh, some clinical practice guidelines they are telling uh, they are saying that uh, it should be nine to twelve months actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for yung whole one, yung whole rehab uh, until you return to play. Mm-hmm. And when we say discharge, kasi talaga return to play. Okay. Then expect two months of the acute two months for the acute phase. So that's uh, then around three months for the three to four months for your sec- strengthening pace. Mm-hmm. Then yung the rest, yun na yung return to play na pace. Mm-hmm. So, kung, mas, kung mabilis, kung maswerte ka, yun nga, around eight months tapos ka. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're discharged. Before, patellar graft, mga patellar tendon graft, they are saying na six months is enough. Nagkaroon nga lang time before na they were trying to uh, talaga sobrang accelerated the four months target. Wow. However, the problem there, there were papers that came out saying na if you graduate less than six months, at taas ng risk that you would either re-injure the same side or re- or re-injure the opposite side, the contralateral Ooh. side. Wow. At, at taas ng risk na eh. I forgot the exact value, but Pwede siguro kung later I can give you a copy ng mga references nung saan nanggaling siya. I, mm-hmm. I have a copy ng journals na eh. I forgot mm-hmm. lang yung ano. Pero yun nga. That's why kaya ina-accelerate. Kaya nga dinedelated. Starting to delay it na 9 mm-hmm. to 12 months ang uh, recommended rehab phase. Pero when you said 9 to 12, it's already return to play. Hindi lang discharge from formal. Hindi mm-hmm. discharge from formal PT. Kumbaga, you may play. Mm. Okay, kasi, okay. Kasi, Contrary kasi, let's say, when you're in a hospital setting, na minsan kasi after the acute phase, discharge ka na. So, if you have your rehabilitation in the hospital, mm-hmm. ano, after the acute phase, pang one, two months of rehab, discharge ka na. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to have rehabilitation sa isang specialized sports facility, 
yun talaga you do 12 months because kasama na doon talaga until pati ultimo pati pag ano mo ulit pag pati paglaro mo kasama so scrimmages are saka actual gameplays are part of your rehab kaya ganun siya katagal mm ah oh, okay okay so for from from acute controlling uh, uh the inflammation acute, strength, acute strengthening saka return to return to play more sports specific ano na oh lahat yung dadaanan yon mm-hmm. kaya mas patagal talaga pag athlete siya pag elite athlete meron ba silang sometimes you are forced to accelerate it they're forced to accelerate it kasi matatagal siya basically the whole season pag pag ganun yun na nga it you try to put na discharge sila sa minimum time frame kasi mahirap din naman na doon din nagsimula kasi yun yung parang you try to accelerate na gusto mo i-exact na performance kasi gusto mo talaga sila ibalik mm-hmm. eh doon sa simula yung time na yun mm-hmm as early as possible, balik ko sila. Pero gano'n nga yung nangyari. Mm-hmm. Marami na punitan pa rin sa, oh. they got, they either tore the same side or they tore the, they tore the opposite side. Mm-hmm. Kaya, mapa, kahit professional athlete siya, you stick na lang, tra- you try to stick to the minimum na. Mm-hmm. na baga target mo pa rin, discharge them as early as possible. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, going against the guidelines, that's not recommended. Mm-hmm. Kasi you're putting the athlete into more harm than good. So, yun ang goal mo. Mm-hmm. Stick to the, ano, try to bring ASAP na you're still, you're still working on the, uh, within the guidelines. Right, right, right. So, i-depende i- mo na lang kung paano mag-react yung katawan ng AFT, pero stick mm-hmm. to the 9 to 12. Di, huwag oh. natin yung, ano, XCR. <laughs> oh, wag mo nang XCR yun. Delikado na. Ito, napag-usapan na natin yung rehabilitating athletes. Mm-hmm. This is my tendency na, diba, we're taught that if you're going to rehabilitate athletes, you should be aggressive because mas capable yung bodies nila compared right. to, the, uh, to the usual na ano, ano, regular uh, regular person. Mm-hmm. However, VPTs, nakita ko rin, ibig sa mga bata, we have the tendency to equate that being aggressive is, means increasing the volume of the uh, exercise uh, program. Okay. So, para right. either, para aas po papagawa ng 50 reps, 100 reps, 150 reps. Okay. Pero, ito mga things that I learned throughout the years. Eh. Being aggressive does not mean you're increasing the volume. Mm-hmm. You're just increasing the volume. Kasi pwede mo rin naman paggawa. Baka mamaya, you can give some exercises na pwede mo iangat yung level of difficulty, pero mababa lang. Instead of asking the patient to do isang katutak na exercises, eh baka mamaya, because of the high volume ng program mo, maano mo na, ma, mapagod siya, magpatig, patig kicks in. So, once the patient gets chronic fatigue, Mag-iba yung ano niyan, mag-iba yung rhythm ng neuromuscular system niyan. Mm-hmm. Di ba? Yung timing ng contract, yung timing ng firing ng muscles, mag-iba rin because of fatigue. Baka mm-hmm. mamaya, because of your being too aggressive na inangat may volume, you might predispose your patients to secondary complications na baka mamaya mag-anterior knee pains naman siya. So, mm-hmm. for the listeners guys, uh, being aggressive does not mean you just increase the volume of the exercises. So aside from Kurwara, diba, the you mentioned nga, the the main thing that we thought of um, increasing intensity is increasing reps. Mm-hmm. Tapos you gave an alternative of providing a different type of uh, difficulty. Mm-hmm. Oh. So aside from that, any other things that uh, therapists can can do to increase intensity without increasing reps? Yun yung mga usually minimum modify mo yung intensity at yung mm-hmm. volume. So, mm-hmm. pwede pag kasi ito naman, baka mamaya, 
So you can also increase the volume, but kung ganun, gagawin mo, yung ex- ex- make the exercise is easier. Mm, okay, okay. Bisa uh-huh. nangyayari kasi rin, you're both increasing the intensity and the volume. Mm-hmm. So pagod so, talaga siya. <laughs> pagod talaga siya. So baga, it's like an easy so na if the volume increase, dapat yung, inten- yung intensity should be lower. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Then other way around, pag you ask a patient to do something hard, pabaan mo mm-hmm. yung volume. Mm-hmm. Para, para di siya papagod. So, ayun, meaning natin, it would take uh, experience and skill. Pero, mm-hmm. as early as now, I'm giving you guys a tip na wag lang kayo na pag sinabing be aggressive is todo increase pareho para tinulblast mo lahat sa radyo. Mm-hmm. Diba? Para tinultrottle mo. Medyo, <laughs> delix din tayo dun. Oo nga. <laughs> so, uh, look at other things to adjust to yes. increase the, ano, to to meet your goal kumbaga of yep, making yep. it difficult for the patient. Okay, so same approach din ba kung uh, you're handling a patient who's a professional athlete mm. as compared to probably a a fitness athlete. Yung mm. tipo like crossfitter, uh what else? Act like Spartan race. Oh, mga Spartan race mga ganun. Technically you treat them both as athletes eh. Mm-hmm. So, diyan papasok talaga yung needs assessment po. Diyan papasok yung, di ba, yung assessment po, tsaka yung goal. Diyan papasok patient's goal. Mm-hmm. Kasi, of course, you wouldn't train a basketball player the way that you would train a ballerina. Exactly. Uh-huh. So, you have to ask yung, what, you have to ask the patient, what's kung ano yung activity niya. Mm-hmm. Then, from there, don't be based what exercises to give. The, of course, the exercises should be mimicking the activities that they would be returning to once they get discharged. Right. So, magkakaroon sila ng similarities. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you would need to teach them how to land properly, di ba? From mm-hmm. a jump, you would, how to pivot, lalo na kung kailangan nila yun. But, yung emphasis po would be, kung bagay dosages would be different kasi, like for dancing, iba yung, you wouldn't expect naman talaga na bibigyan mo siya ng sobrang takbo, di ba? Mm-hmm. Mga sprinting drills. Uh-huh. Tapos, so, ganun din. Kung sabi mo na, it's a basketball player, aside from jumping, aside from running, you would teach them other, yung other movements are required for the uh, sport. Eh, kaso mm-hmm. baka mamaya, itong movements na ito, would that, hindi naman kailangan do sa sport yung isa. So, mm-hmm. pa, di ba? So, you mm-hmm. have to mix, you still, um, you still match it to what their activity is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, dun yung sa last phase na yung return oh, to sport oh. pag ano na, yep. Yep. Uh, more sport-specific uh, uh-huh. exercise and activities. Yeah. Sa mm. acute, medyo similar sila kasi you're still on the base on the, kumbaga, you have the same goals for each. Kumbaga, mm-hmm. di naman magbabago yun eh. Kumbaga, mm-hmm. di ba, we're still working on the basics. Mm-hmm. Mag-iipa yan, pagdagana na. Yung pag mag-return to play na. Mm-hmm. So, sila magkaka-ano. Kumbaga, you build the foundation, technically, medyo similar sila. Pero mm-hmm. once na magsispecialize ka na, mag-iibay ba na yan? Mm-hmm. Then, dyan na that uh, PT should at least learn the rules to sport. Kung not necessarily naman na you play well with it. But at least you know the rules. You know yung mga movements ng sport. Mm-hmm. Para at least you could rehabilitate them properly. Mm-hmm. Kasi, kahit sabihin mong ako, I rehabilitated basketball players. Pero sa totoo lang, interest ko would be contact sports. Ah, okay. Uh-huh. May mag-ganun eh. Pero uh-huh. at least, you have an idea what the patient needs, 
what the rules of the game mm-hmm. are. Tapos to, so you know what movements to teach the patient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, huh. tip sa mga body sports PTs, guys, ha? Yan, wag nyo kakalimutan learn the rules of the sport. <laughs> okay, doesn't necessarily mean that you have to play the sport, pero at least uh, read about the sport, uh, oh. watch watch what what the the athletes do in that sport. Tapos try to mimic mm. that during yes. the uh, ano the rehab. rehab. Mm-hmm. So with with rehab of athletes, do you work closely with their strength and conditioning coach, your athletic trainers? Yes, uh, mm-hmm. it's a it's a team approach. So, mm-hmm. aside from the second conditioning coach, of course, the doctor should be always be uh, on the loop. Mm-hmm. Within the mm-hmm. loop ng doctor. Kasi, siya, siya yung magbibigay ng gosig dahil once you pay. So, uh, with second conditioning coach, yes, it's really advisable to work with a second conditioning coach. Lalo na on the latter part. Kasi, mm-hmm. di ba, we as PTs, uh, plyometrics, the Olympic lifts, mm-hmm. and, mga running drills are not really in our curriculum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was just said in passing. Mm-hmm. Though, once you're in sports rehab, you know you should uh, you should be able to do those stuff. Mm-hmm. Kasi mm-hmm. how would you teach it to your patient if you don't know it? Exactly. And, and also, kung sabihin mong you, it was taught to you during a seminar, what, maybe those were just the basics. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go more advanced, yun naman ang fourth and second conditioning coach. Mm-hmm. So that's why you need to tip, talk, you need to coordinate with them. Lalo na if you want to go to more advanced exercises, right? So they know a lot about it. As ikaw naman, parang you talk to them, you tingi mong uh, sa status of patient ko kakayanan na ba or not yet? Mm-hmm. Or sabi mo, ano? Sabi mo yung basics kaya niyan, kaya niya na. No, hindi mm-hmm. mo naman pa gawin na is you just stick to what you know. Diba? Exactly. You need to advance the patient. So, doon, magiging fortunate like conditioning coach. Mm-hmm. So, if do you need to do it to work? Yes, you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, was, at least you can like probably attend yung mga ganun and, and see mm-hmm. the, the body mechanics of the patient during like, sabi mo mga lifts na ganun, Olympic lifts, snatches, bench, mga, kung ganun yung sport niya. Mm-hmm. And also, you would also incorporate that sa rehab. Eh. Mm-hmm. So, it would be nice that you know also about it. Mm-hmm. So, kahit sabi mo di ka expert, but at least get the idea. And right. you know how to how to teach the basics at least. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, research on the uh, sport. Try to the sport, work with the more sports. More about like conditioning. Mm-hmm. Get, an, get a background on it. Mm-hmm. And also, like if you're really interested to it, you can specialize on 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 yeah. strength and conditioning as oh. well. If you're, uh, if that's the track that you wanna go. Pwede rin yeah. mag specialize doon. Yeah, many pieces are co- ano, crossing over to also to strength and conditioning. Hmm. Nung yah, kaya ano din, it, if it's, oh. if it's, that's your passion, then go for it. Oh. Mm-hmm. And also, that's also your professional growth, diba? Exactly. So, exactly. Maganda rin ano yan, um, you have your focus on your practice. Oh, you know, specialization. Kesa naman, kesa pag-i-chapsoy ka na jack of all trades, di ba? Mm-hmm. Para, lalo na, sa practice is now gearing towards specialization. Di na pwede yung, ano lang, mm-hmm. di na pwede jack of all trades lang. You should be able to, <laughs> ano, to specialize. You mm-hmm. know? It would help you give, uh, offer more on the table. 
those were nothing nothing against generalist physical therapists. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's also good that you have something that you want to focus on. But like if if like your network would ask you, oh, sino kailan natin na focusing on this topic or, or in this this area? Ma isa ka dun sa mga Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Also, even though the ASEAN, yung sabi natin ASEAN integration, we take mm-hmm. that into consideration. And other, if you wanna go international, think, mm-hmm. may rapang kaya if you're still a general practitioner. Eh. Mm-hmm. Kasi, and if you want to get your ranks higher, you need to, you really need to specialize. Kung ano mas specialization mo siempre, that that would be, uh, that would be up to you. But at least focus on one field that you really love and you want to spe- you want to learn more focus on it don't kinu magagawin mo na track um, is there anything else that you want to share about um ACL rehab rehab and uh return to play sports not really more on the rehab because rehab is part part pero mm-hmm. something na, na something that sometimes is uh overlooked prevention mm-hmm. so if you're working in a sports facility or you're working with a team it would be nice that your training would incorporate injury prevention exercises. Uh, instead of parang sa dulo na, why risk your athletes na ma-injure if you can prevent it, di ba? Mm-hmm. And especially, uh, there, are many, there are some injury prevention exercises that can be incorporated during training. Mm-hmm. So, one sample is yung 11 plus from FIFA. It's a booklet na about injury prevention exercises for ACL, ACL injury prevention exercises. So, parents siya doon mga proprioception training, mm, okay. training, hamstring strengthening, na you can incorporate it, you can make it as part of your warm-up during, during, during practice or parang you can incorporate it during the strength and conditioning sessions ng team. Mm. Ah, okay. Yun nga, nakita ko nga. dami pala. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Aso din mo naman natin ang gagawin on one day kung baga may mga levels din yan eh. Mm-hmm. So, you go on, for starters, yun yung exercise pain niya. Then, mm-hmm. sa, gitna ng training, sa gitna ng season, pwedeng yung exercises na yun, yun ay warm-up ng mga athletes niyo. So, mm-hmm. so, para pwede na magka-focus kayo sa mga harder stuff. Mm-hmm. So, it's something good na you can look on para ma-resin yun rin yung risk ng, ano, ng ACL tear sa team ninyo. Mm-hmm. Kasi kung mataas ang injury rate ng ACL sa team ninyo, that means there's something wrong with your training. Uh, it, it does reflect on that. Mm-hmm. Ay, diba? So, baka mamaya, why focus on... So, yung treatment, yes, we can learn it. Pero, pinsan yun yung nakakaligtaan, yung prevention side. We can put it on a minimum. So, pwede mm-hmm. tingnan. You can look at that, guys, sa, ano, sa net. It's free. Mm-hmm. 11 plus ng FIFA. Uh, yeah, because even if like um, the sports is very dynamic, because it's not 100% that we can prevent. But with with the exercises, at least we can like sabi mo nga, minimize the risk uh-huh. of of injuries for our clients. For, for our mm-hmm. athletes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so um, we're we're coming to the end of the okay. the conversation. But I I would like to thank you for uh, lending your time and your expertise with us, your experiences with mm. uh, treatment of uh, ACL injuries in um, non non uh, conservative and in the post op. So I just mm. have uh, three last uh, bites questions. Okay. All right. Um, you have 
I think you have uh, a lot of like, you did a lot of uh, seminars before, you have uh, like uh, interviews yeah. before. And what other things that, I mean, people probably uh, forget to ask or don't know about you that, that you wanted to share that you feel is worth sharing? Uh, one there, one is, uh, I really enjoy collaborating with other people. That's why every after seminars, I, I gave my uh, contact details. So if they want to ask questions, take feel free to ask. Mm-hmm. So I, I enjoy those kind of stuff. And also, sometimes I learn a thing or two from them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so- I'm, re- I'm really open to collaborating with other people. So. All right. So how can they reach you? Where can they reach you if they wanted to talk more about different stuff in your like your interests? Ah. Uh, can I send to you later? Oh, okay. okay. Uh, we'll post it in the show description so uh, that they can contact you uh, mm-hmm. if they have any questions and if they just want to talk about uh, sports, uh, physical therapy and stuff. All right. All right. And um, next, second question is, okay. um, what do you think uh, physical therapists should possess in order to succeed in their field? Uh, the hunger for learning. The hunger for learning and also the passion to continue. I say, even though, even though you're uh, intellectually, yes, you get high grades and stuff, but if you don't like what you're doing, mm-hmm. so usually, even before when I was an internship coordinator, Samoro, usual to usual things that I tell my interns: do your best, enjoy what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So keep those two, for sure, you will reach places. All right. Perfect. That's nice. Hunger for learning and passion to continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And as uh, my last question is, uh, the 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 show is entitled PT Meal. It's a it's a complete meal of inspiration and stuff. Uh huh. So, what are the three ingredients that you feel that are essential in your life or in your practice that you always carry with you that make up who you are? Make makes up Albert Ang. Yunga. Always enjoy what you're doing. Tapos nun, everything you do, you do it for God. Mm-hmm. Then, never be contented with what you know now. Ah, that's a good one. Parang ano, yung, what you said earlier, there's mm. always the hunger for learning. Oh, Kasi parang once you say na, ah, okay na ako dito, that's, you've already put a plug on your uh, development. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You always would just get stuck. That's nice. Uh, Ganda. So enjoy what you do. Um, everything you do, do it for God. And lastly, uh, never be content with what you know. Mm. Alrighty. Again, thank you very much for your time and sharing Thanks. to us what your, your experience and your expertise in this field. And um, as a takeaway, you pabao natin sa mga listeners. What is this? Uh, what is one thing that you would want the listeners to take away from this podcast episode? So to all the listeners, uh, thank you. I I hope my experiences and yung some stuff that I learned during the way would help you in a way, a way or two na to, uh, to help your patients. And I hope that uh, you would also uh, share, share the blessing. Mm-hmm. Share the blessings, guys. Mm-hmm. In lang. So whatever I've imparted to you, I hope you can share it to the others as well para for for the betterment of our patients and for the betterment of the profession. Okay. Thank you, thank you. Good day, good day. Thank you for listening. Do catch us for the next episode. 
Make sure to subscribe to the show's social media pages in Facebook and Instagram at PTMU Podcast. Until next time, see you!